so the last financial year ended recently and to be honest it was not a great year for the world as well as for india because right before the beginning of fy23 the world witnessed one of the biggest geopolitical event in recent history the russia ukraine conflict which set a very bad tone for the entire world including india because india has very deep economical as well as diplomatic ties with both the nations apart from that inflation has been a major headwind for many economies including developed nations but one of the major headwind going into fy24 is the big r word that is the looming recession which has kept the entire world on their toe including india so in this episode we will deep dive into how india's position in terms of economic stability and how some global figures might affect the nation so let's begin hello guys i am your host sadhan and this is junior talk the show where we discuss all that is happening latest in the world of economic business and finance welcome to this episode for a country it is very difficult to cover each and every aspect of the economy so we will focus on key five major areas which has immense implications on the economy that is gdp trade inflation capital markets and lastly corporate india so gdp in layman terms refers to the entire amount of goods and services produced by a nation in a given period in fy23 the indian gdp grown at a 7% if you look at the comparatively it was lower than the previous years 8.7% because back then what we called had a base effect advantage base effect is basically nothing but a simple mathematical function for example in fy21 the gdp was reduced by 6.6% because of covid so even a small rise after that will look bigger because the base year had a negative growth in fy24 we are projected to have a growth of around 6.4% which is again less than last year the main reason is the aggressive monetary policy by the central bank mixed with inflation and a fear of looming recession we will discuss more on this later if you look at the asian countries india is above average of 5.3% projected by the asian development bank on per capita basis gdp has almost touched 2690 dollar and expected to grow almost 3000 dollar in the current financial year another parameter where india has done exceptionally well is the debt to gdp ratio this provides how much debt a country has compared to the gdp at current level for every dollar india has 1.7 dollar of debt but this figure is way less than compared to developed nations like uk us france and japan all of whom has more than 3 dollar of debt on average so yes we do have a strong foothold on economy when it comes to gdp numbers even compared to major developed economies coming to the second aspect of the economy trade trade is a major economic indicator for any country when we say trade we generally refer to the imports and exports of that particular country and every country wants that the export should be more than the import because obviously this means the country is less dependent on others for their domestic needs 
In FY23, India total exported goods worth of 409 billion dollar and imports were worth of 656 billion dollar, meaning we had a trade deficit of 247 billion. But if you look at export data comparing to a normal pre-COVID year that was FY20, we are up by 41%. At the same time, the imports have gone up by 66% in the same period. But when it comes to service, India is a service surplus nation because of low-cost skilled labor and largest population on earth. Yes guys, we have officially become the largest population. In FY23, India exported 267 billion worth of services and imported only 149 billion dollar. If you look at the top imported products for India, it is energy, which was almost 30% of the total import, including both crude oil and fossil fuel. So yes, this is a major headwind for India as an energy-dependent nation. That is why the government is pushing more for biofuel like hydrogen and renewable sources like solar energy. Transportation is very much energy dependent and almost every aspect of business depends on it. So in order to be energy self-reliant, India needs to invent new source for energy consumption. Now comes the third point that is inflation. So inflation is like that relative nobody wants at their home but they visit to everybody's place. Ever since the pandemic has lowered across the world, inflation has become the new global phenomenon. The main reason behind this was that when the world went into a pandemic and business stopped across the globe, governments began to distribute money in order to keep the economy going. This was done through different measures, majorly known as quantitative easing. In US, we saw unemployment checks, in India, both central and state governments transferred money into the accounts of beneficiaries. But ultimately, this action by the central governments created an ugly price rise of items resulting in inflation. To counter that, central banks across the world started increasing the interest rate. In US, the Fed has increased the interest rate from 0.25% to 4.75% to cut down inflation. In India as well, the RBI has been very aggressive in increasing the interest rate from 4% to 6.5%. As a result of all this effort, in India, the consumer inflation has come down to 5.66%, which is within the comfort zone of 6% for RBI. It is the lowest since December 2021. But in many developed nations like US, the inflation is still elevated at 5.2% and in UK, it is even further at 8.5%. So what central banks are trying to do is making borrowing more expensive and limiting the money supply, thus trying to control the inflation. But one inherent drawback of this is that it makes the economy grow slower and can probably create a recession that nobody wants. Now comes the fourth aspect of the economy, the capital markets. The capital markets show the direct result of any kind of economic activity, good or bad. Any market is made of some indices, which reflect the overall health of the market. In India, we have two major indices, that is Nifty in National Stock Exchange and Sensex in Bombay Stock Exchange. So in FY23, the Nifty returned just under 2%.
and Sensex returned just above 5%. Last year, Indian markets as well as global markets saw extreme volatility because of higher inflation combined with interest rate hikes by the central bank. Because whenever there's inflation, people tend to invest in safer and less volatile assets like gold, government securities, etc. So because of inflation, fear of recession and an ongoing war made the perfect cocktail for the market downturn. So if you look at other country, Indian markets have performed comparatively better because in the United States, the Dow Jones Industrial Average gave a negative 1% return and the tech heavy Nasdaq gave a negative 9% return. So because of the Russia-Ukraine conflict, it also affected two major assets across the globe, crude oil and natural gas. Because of war, the OPEC nations, generally the Middle Eastern nations like Saudi, Iran and Iraq, cut down production of oil. And in July 22, because of that, it went up $213 per barrel. In Europe as well, because of the sanction on Russia and inflation, the natural gas increased in the range of 67 to 271 percentage. So yeah, markets did not do good last year. And to be honest, the returns are projected to be like this in this financial year as well. So whatever investment you do, do carefully and with proper research. Coming to the last aspect of economy, corporate India. So corporates are the real job creators in terms of numbers. And last year was a very excellent year for them. In FY23, the performance of 620 large cap companies have been very good. The revenue is up by 17.2% year-to-date basis, according to a Fortune article. The report also mentioned that the operating margin has grown by 1.8% cumulatively. Sectors which were majorly affected by COVID like airline, hotel, gems and jewelry, capital goods reported revenue growth basis on pent-up demand. Non-BFSI and non-IT were the fastest growing industry in terms of revenue. In addition to all this, the government has also been very proactive in order to boost the economy after the pandemic. Like the government expenditure has been increased by 33% in the next financial year, that is FY24, which is 3% of the GDP. The railway expenditures has also been increased to 2.4 lakh crore. Also to make India an energy self-reliant nation, the government has allocated 35,000 crore for energy transformation into hydrogen and green energy. So looking at this at last, at an overall level, we can conclude that India has been positioned very decently when it comes to economic growth. But there are still some issues at global level, like the recent banking crisis in the US, as well as domestic issues like energy cost. So in coming years, it will be interesting to see how India overcomes all these issues, global as well as domestic, in order to emerge as a global superpower. That's all for this episode guys. This was one of the most intense episodes to make. I tried covering all the aspects I could. So I hope you guys would have liked it. 
if you did then it will mean the world if you guys can like share and follow it on spotify thank you so much for listening until next time